This is Gia Scott, and you're now listening to Big Gold Belt Podcast. Right, today is a special Wednesday episode here at the Big Gold Belt Podcast. I am the host, Two James, here, and I am I, I switched co-hosts for the day. One's here, one isn't, but Jamal is back in town. So, Jamal, the giant crab, how's it doing? How's it going, buddy? Uh, good. Uh, I was in. I was out of town last week, so um, it was a productive weekend. Uh, good holiday, and we got some snow. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. I, I see you're in your perfect form today. Um, any 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 reason why <laughs> any um, available? I mean that's that's really because I'm just flexing because it's snowing outside and we don't get it that often. <laughs> so well said, well said. Hey, we got a special guest today. She is the greatest dead woman. She is your MCW Women's Champion, Miss Gia Scott. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Uh, a little cold, but hey, it's. Snowing like crazy outside, so yeah, playing too much. Look, I'm just gonna say that uh, I, I did hear exactly what you said right before we started. I am not a fan of the snow, so I'm working <laughs> you either. on that. No, 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 no. Y'all hating? I'm gonna need y'all to stop hating. <laughs> I don't. I prefer the spring. Like it's all good. The only thing I don't like about the spring is that when all the bugs come back, and that's when they want to buzzing around everywhere. That's that's the only thing. The only thing I like about the winter is that they all just go away. That's the only thing I like. Right. So I'll take dead bugs and snow over (laughs) muggy uh, springtime uh, shenanigans. (laughs) Um, So hopefully me eating my gummy bears doesn't make too much noise. But like this has to happen because I love these things. So and I'm also going to agree with you on that, too. I'm definitely not a fan of Maryland and their gigantic horse horse uh, flies and and bugs and all that stuff. Um, That's my only happy with the winter. But other than that, no. Mm mm. So anyway, we do have the women's champion here, Miss Jess Scott. We have a lot to cover tonight. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, no um, you know, I was really amazed at. Um, I, I just officially met you over the weekend, and I was really amazed that um, upon the impression I had upon meeting you, upon seeing your work, obviously in the ring, and then the story that I was able to research behind. I hopefully we can uh, be able to catch the fans up with everything. But it is truly like it's 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 really amazing how much you've accomplished in such a short time and and actually and absolutely um remarkable for you to take the leaps that you have and the strides you had so i just want to get uh, everyone a little acclimated with you first off you started at a very young age you're you're, you're still fairly young now you yeah. are absolutely the youngest woman you're the woman you're the youngest champ that's ever been in mcw history yes and considering like the, to prestige with that uh with that promotion that's that's really remarkable considering that a lot of young people have came through there and then rose quickly and like you wouldn't even it, i wouldn't even have a i wouldn't even have thought but that you are but you know, when officially did you get started in the business i started when um uh, back in April, when I first turned uh, 18, back in, in February, I turned 18. And then through a couple of months, when April came around, that's when I officially signed up for MCW. But there is like a little story about how I even got into MCW. Okay. Um, so what happened was, I think this was probably back in 2014 or 2015. I'm not entirely sure, but I know it was one of those two years. MCW was having an event and it was called the Green Room and Booker T was supposed to be there. It was just only Booker T. And so during the time, I was I was only into like uh, watching WWE stuff. Like I wasn't into um, indie wrestling. I didn't know much about it at the time. Mm-hmm. So my uncle was like, hey, you want to you wanna go to this show? Like Booker T is going to be there. I'm like, I don't know, but you know what? Booker T is going to be there. 
okay, fine, let's go. And he's like, also, there's um, another part. We got front row seats. And I was like, oh, we got front row seats? Like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay, let's definitely go. So we go out there. I took a picture with him. I wish I had the picture, but I don't anymore. And we sat there in front row and we watched the whole entire show. And I went back to look at that uh, event again. You could sometimes see me that I was in front row a little bit. <laughs> and I'm um, watching everything go down. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like I love everything that they're doing in the ring. Like, this is awesome. This is great. And I think during the time they were promoting the school of uh, training, but I don't think I looked at the website. I was just like, oh, okay, they're, they're promoting it. Okay, that's pretty cool. So at the end of that year, um, WWE was having a show in December. So me and my uncle went to that one along with his friends and everything. Just just, just a little, uh, to get off topic a little bit, I don't like Kane's entrance music. Well, not entrance <laughs> music, but entrance because he comes out with a big blaze of fire yeah, and it yeah. startled me and I felt like uh, my lips were peeling off a little bit. <laughs> it, was, it was startling to me. My uncle like laughed his uh, butt off the whole entire time. But um, just being uh, there in that uh, venue and just watching the wrestlers, I was like, okay, this is it. This is exactly what I want to do. Yeah. And so I started like with, with my mom, I started looking around like different schools. It was like a uh, school in Hagerstown and a couple of others that were close around. I uh, emailed them and they never contacted me back or some didn't. It's like, you have to be 18 or you have to be uh a little older and I'm just like I want to I want to start now and this is like a girl that's like 15 or 16 saying uh -huh. she wants to start now and so they were like you got you got to be older or whatever and I'm like I just want to wrestle like I'll get my mom to like do whatever parent consent she needs to do I just I want to wrestle so um then I came across MCW and I was like oh yeah they were advertising during that time and then I saw that for signing up for MCW because I didn't want to uh, pay it separately. I wanted to pay it all together. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, $3,000. And oh. yeah. And to me, I was just like, all right, I'm not going to be able to wrestle. I need I need to get money first. And so my goal at the moment was to just try to get uh, a job and then work from there and then save up some money and then go to the school. And I was like, okay, I got a, like, a map, a road planned out. So... At the moment, like uh, while growing up to being 18, I was uh, going through some type of weird depression because I wasn't happy what I was doing. Uh, currently, I just, I felt like uh, people are doing all these amazing things and here I am sitting at home, not really doing anything and I want to be doing something. And uh, so during, and also during that time, um, me and my family were moving constantly uh, from house to house because we would uh, lose our house a bunch of times. We've been homeless like almost three times, two times definitely. The third time was almost. But um, during that time, like uh, on the third time, we were able to, uh, to stop the eviction from happening. I remember sitting in the dining room with my mom and I told her that the house we were currently living in, she was, I told her like, I don't think we're gonna be living here much longer. And she didn't understand what I meant. And it's just, I had a funny feeling. And she, I said, we're not gonna probably be in this house much longer. And this rides into how I got into wrestling. Um, about three or four years ago, my mom passed away. And because she passed away, the money that I got from her got me into wrestling and I was able to start wrestling in April. Mm. There's a lot to there's a lot to cover there. First off, our uh, my condolences for the passing of your mother. Um, on a, on on one side, you don't have to worry about WWE and their power anymore because obviously they took that out, so I can, <laughs> can enjoy those shows a lot easier now. Um, but if I if I understand this correctly, so at 15, you're telling me that you were going to a you was going through a time in your life where you were unsure what you wanted to do and you kind of felt like you was being left behind the curve. I felt I felt I don't know why, but I felt as though that people were doing more things than me. Like when I was uh in high school, 
like I wasn't the most popular person. I wasn't the most social person. I was a friendly person, but I wasn't the type of person that would like stay out all night, that would just hang out with whoever. And it like, I would have very few selected friends. And I guess that played a part into why I felt like I needed something like a little bit more. And whenever I would watch wrestling, it just took me to a different world. And I was just like, I wish I could do that. I wish I could wrestle. I wish I could just do something and not feel like unhappy. It was it was weird because I remember sitting on the couch with my mom and I told her like, I don't know why, but I, I feel unhappy. And she was like, why? I was just, I don't know. I just, I, I just really want to wrestle. And um I told her that, but at the time it was either that I wanted to do wrestling or modeling. I mm -hmm. did try to do modeling, but it didn't it didn't work out too well that I hoped it would, and which is why I made the switch to wrestling. But mm -hmm. during that age, um, I just felt unhappy for some reason. I could never really pinpoint it. Mm -hmm. It might have been because of the constant fear of worrying about if I would have like a place to stay or um, rest my head at. Mm -hmm. I might have played a part into it of having to always worry about uh, if my parents paid the rent on a time and other things that um, happened in my household. So that could have played a part into why I was upset. Yeah, I, I, I think I think I understand like um, your 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 life and the, the things going wrong in your life kind of kind of prevented you from being a kid at 15 where most kids are just free and reckless and you know yeah. going with the wind to you you know gaining a, a bit of urgency about security for the future and 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 you know how you how was how was you going to make the next day come about or make ends meet so i i, I totally understand that so that it, it, it i guess it plays into your character as well too because why at the same time you felt like um you had to prepare for the future and so more you just mature much quicker and yeah you know, you know what's you know the you know what's you know what's kind of ironic about this is that um why you had to kind of like fight to want to be able to get into the school and stuff like that. It just seems like in um in any other country this would have been like a no brainer. You want to wrestle at 14, 11, 10. <laughs> You're like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um so you did say you did your research about the different schools in the area, but how how and why MCW? I, because three thousand dollars is enough to make any kid say, "Oh no." <laughs> yeah, the thing is, like, I've read about um, the website online, and it said that, like, oh, Lita trained here, Mickey James trained here, and also um, we've been going to a bunch of, well, not a bunch, but a handful of the MCW shows that me and my uncle could go to together. Because if you want to, if you want to be like honest here, he's the reason why I'm into wrestling today okay. i would we would watch it for some reason as a religion like i would just happenly walk in on him watching wrestling i'm like oh okay this looks cool and i'll just sit down and watch it with him not understanding what in the world is going on here just like oh, okay that looks cool that looks cool okay that looks all right um and then the thing um just to trail off a little bit when i was watching wrestling with him I, for some odd reason, didn't care about what the women were wearing when they were wrestling. I only cared about the fact that they were wrestling. And okay. that's when, like, the bra and panty matches, all the weird stuff was going on. I didn't care. Like, I was just like, women are wrestling. That's, that's cool. I'm going to watch that. <laughs> but um, going to MCW, I would see, like, it would just leave me every single time, like, please, like, happy, like, wanting to get in the ring and for some odd reason just fight everybody. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, this this seems legit. Like, nothing um, – is like worn down or broken. It seems like a real, actual, legit school. So I was just like, okay, like, you know, I'll, I'll actually sign up for this school. And I think at the time, they may have said that um, uh, Leo was, uh, he was in Ring of Honor. So that was also mm -hmm. another reason why I thought the school was uh, pretty legit. And I think um, the Velvet Team Dream, Dream he was, um, I think he was on Tough Enough at the time. So that was an, also another reason why I was like, okay, the school actually has people going out and doing stuff. So I was like, okay, MCW is legit. No, it's, it sounds like it. I mean, 
Let me ask you this. Uh, you saw women wrestling on TV and were excited about that. But because yes. they were doing bra and panty matches and jello matches, uh, how did that, did that shape your perspective of what a woman wrestler could be? Or did you just say, as long as I'm in the ring, I don't care? It's just at the moment, because like, um, at the moment, I didn't care w like what they were doing. Like, um, I think at the time, like I wasn't, I wasn't even mature to be honest. I, I didn't, I didn't know what they were wearing. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know anything. I just saw like, oh, these pretty women, they're, they're wrestling in a ring. Like, oh, that looks really cool. Like they're doing something that a man is doing. So I was just like, oh, okay, this is, this is pretty awesome. I uh, see. Now, now that we're in the midst of a woman's revolution or evolution or whatever you want to call it, uh, where do you, where would you like women wrestling to go from here? Uh, or do you even see today that there's a difference between men and women wrestling? Oh, uh, there's a huge, there's a huge difference from what it was when um, I was little to, to now. Like I see like, for instance, um, during our winter blast tour, we had Scarlett Bordeaux win the MCW rage uh, championship. So she's like the first female to ever win that championship. And it just, it's like it's a big step for for women's wrestling because I'm like, oh wow, like if she can do something like this, like who says that anyone else can't do it? And it's just you see how women are being treated with respect more. You're not seeing like women in like some mud fight or bra and panties or like pillow fights. So I went back and watched some of the stuff on the network and it just it mm. <laughs> it made me laugh a little bit, but that we in a way, because we had those moments, it also helped us transcend into something better. Like now you have, for instance, um, new uh, tag team women, cha uh, have new women tag team champions. Like mm -hmm. that's something awesome. Like things like that, like uh, for instance, the first uh, women's Royal Rumble. And I heard there's gonna be talk of like having a first a woman uh, WrestleMania main event. That's something awesome. People would probably pay to see like mm -hmm. stuff you you wouldn't even imagine something like this would even happen in a million years. If someone said like, oh yeah, like uh, the women's are gonna have um, first ever Royal Rumble, they're gonna have main event uh, WrestleMania. Someone would be like, huh, yeah, sure, all right. And you're seeing how this stuff is happening today, and it makes it easier for women like me to push that boundaries even more. Let, let me ask you a question about that a little bit um, on, a, on a different note. With all the opportunity that is coming about and the barriers that is breaking down, does that like loosens the chip on your on your on your shoulder knowing that, you know, Getting into this business, and you've been you you spoke in other interviews about um, wrestling. You you have no problem wrestling with men. Actually, you you primarily train with men. Um, but you know, with this with the barriers seem to be coming in coming down a little bit. You know, does do you still have that really strong edge to prove? Every single time, like it it doesn't stop. Like um, like the other day ago. I recently read like um like a how do you like an article and there was someone saying on there that they don't like women wrestling and I was like oh, mm. I saw that. yeah like uh. I I read about it a little bit and it just like I'm like I'm gonna read about this a little bit and see what's going on and I read about it and the person said that they only uh like the women like that are like pretty that are hot that are all this and that like they don't really care about like um what the moves or anything like that they just care they only care to see the hot women and i'm like okay and it just boiled me like like every single time i feel as though i have to push to be the best like that's what everyone should be striving for because it is just people like uh just that type of person like it makes it harder for for people like me to prove that like we can we can go with the guys like we can do as much as they can do like you shouldn't try to keep just that type of one mindset uh that like oh like we only want to see pretty women like it shouldn't have to be 
I hate to say it, but actually I don't hate to say it. It shouldn't have to be about like, oh, like you're a pretty face and whatever like that. Cause at the moment there would, um, there would be like, oh, she she's only a pretty face. She can't do this. She can't do that. She probably she probably can't even do a, like a simple like leapfrog without probably messing that up. And it's just like I have to prove many others that we can go with the guys or we can do as much as they can do. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand. First of all, um, if that guy who wrote that article, if he doesn't get the Chris Benoit treatment on the network, then I, I don't know. But it, yeah, uh, that thing it just boiled me. Like I just so happily scrolled on it on Twitter, and I was just like, let me just check what this is saying. And it just it blew my mind. Just thinking like, oh, I only want to see hot girls in the ring. Like, okay, that's that's your opinion, but okay. Mm -mm. So. Considering you are, again, um, anybody who just tuned in, we have Gia Scott, who is the current MCW Women's Champion, um, two-time Women's Champion of MCW, uh, uh, beating out uh, Brittany Blake for once and um, Ariel Palmer for the second the second title reign. Uh, considering the prestige of that championship and all the hands of people that have held it and moved on, Renee Michelle, Kimberly, Mickey James, Melina Sahara Seven, what type of um, motivation and what, what type of um, you know what 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 type of um, sense of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, come on, help me out, Jamal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 no! This is your this is your uh, word, man. Go ahead. <laughs> First of all, this gummy bear is getting me out of my rhythm right now. I'm out yeah, like throw the bag away. Oh, from blame, blame the gummy bear. <laughs> Push them some things to the side. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, what type of honor does this give you? Like considering this long list of, of history of people, and you talked about again, like how people in MCW um have came, moved on, have gotten spots in other promotions and, and, and so on. But look at the names of the people that's held this belt. What type of like comfort and motivation and, and sense of honor does it give you um now being a champion? It makes me feel like really good. Um to, to be fairly honest, because when I first came to MCW, that's that's what I wanted to go for. And um, that's what I was striving to go for was the MCW Women's uh, Championship. And at the time when I was training, there was um, there was there was me and two other girls. Um, unfortunately, the other girl got hurt and she wasn't able to come back. And then soon enough, there was just me and the other girl, but she had to uh, take some time off to take care of her family. So at the moment, there was just only me being in uh, the MCW uh, tr training center. And as time went on, um, uh, we would get people, we usually get uh, different people to come to so that sign up for the school. And um, usually, they end up quitting and I understand like wrestling's not for everyone or sometimes they're not, they're not in the shape that they thought they would be to continue on. And it's very understandable. And then soon enough, we did end up getting two new girls. The other girl, she ended up like taking a bump and she never came back. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> she, she took, she took a bump and she was just she, like the next, like the next Thursday, I didn't see her again, and she's never <laughs> like, okay. She's she's. I done. mean, when you, you know, you know. You know. <laughs> um. Then there was Aria when she came, and I was just like, Lord Jesus, please do not let her quit. <laughs> because like I didn't feel like wanting to be the only girl again. Yeah. And so around, and I was just like, oh, okay, we're actually gonna get somewhere, and we're actually gonna you know, grow this women's division because there was barely anybody there. And to be honest, the guys thought that I would quit. Mm. They they did. They're like, they're like, we honestly thought you would quit. And I'm like, why? And they're like, because girls don't stick around longer. And that fueled me more because there was just like, girls don't stick around. I'm like, oh, well, well, here I am. I'm still around. Yeah. And um, so we both stuck around and it was just, it was amazing. And then um, it came to, came to the day uh, last year, back in November on the 10th. Well, actually not on the 10th, maybe like a couple of weeks before I talked with my, my, co my coaches pulled me to the side 
And they were just like, you know, you know, we trust in you. And I was like, yeah, of course. I know you guys trust in me. And um, they asked like, do you trust in us? And I was like, of course I trust in you guys. Why wouldn't I? And they're like, good, because you're gonna be, uh, you're gonna be winning the title. And I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> it was just like thrown left field. Cause I was just like, we're having a normal conversation and just dropped this bomb on me. And mm. I was just like, oh my God, like, oh my gosh, this is happening happening and I was just so happy I didn't know what to do I didn't know what to say and uh, my boyfriend wanted nothing but the best for me and I didn't I didn't know if I could keep this from him because if I did he could probably be a little upset but then happy at the same time and on the ride home he was like what did, what did they say to you what did they say to you like come on tell me tell me tell me <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right calm down and he's like you're getting the title you're getting the title aren't you you're getting the title and i was just like maybe i don't know stop playing you're getting the title aren't you and i ended up telling him he's like oh yeah you're getting the title and i'm just like awesome. oh, calm like he legit like poured over to the side of the road and started dancing. <laughs> and it was just uh it was hilarious but um uh, in November, I won the title, and I was so happy. Like it made everything that I was going through when I first started training, and when my mom passed away, it made it all worth it because, like, it, it made it made that win bittersweet. Because I always asked my mom when um, when I was younger, like, "Hey, would you ever come to my events? Or if I ever won the championship, would you ever, you know, be there to see it?" And she's like, "Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I?" So it just it made that moment like a little bittersweet but I was happy overall that I wanted and it just it made me have to prove myself a lot more and I had um, have to go basically harder because it it honestly it doesn't matter whether I'm I'm the MCW women's champion or if I'm not like the work it, it just does that definitely doesn't stop whatsoever mm. and I think that was only what three months ago when I, all this went down yeah yeah, so you've had a like a, a really busy November and into the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But I gotta ask, as a, the current champion, a two-time champion, um, which was which was more meaningful to you, uh, winning the championship the first time and unseating Brittany Blake, who was champion for like four or five months or something crazy like that, or the second time uh, beating Aria Palmer for the championship at a Winter Blast. Um, the Did J- January nineteenth, yeah. I, right. I would definitely have to say the first one because, like, um, when I came when I came back afterwards, like, it was it just uh, it was a different feeling. Like, I felt like I was I wanted to cry, but the tears weren't coming, and I just had to like sit down for a second and just like like say like, oh my gosh, like I just won this thing, and like, and I had to realize like my mom's not there, and it just it was it was definitely bittersweet like it was nothing I could uh, think of it was just like I wish my mom was here to see all this and just like take the experience in with me and it was just it, oh, it was too many emotions that night so I would definitely have to say the first the first title reign um, was very special to me which something I wanted to say I, I'll give it to you in a second Jamal well, something I want to say real quick now anybody who may not be familiar with your work and who may be watching or listening to this interview currently right now um, I'm pretty sure they're getting this really humble and and, and very comforting uh, sense of uh, a person you are but you are absolutely a big bad heel in that ring and I just want to know of all the things that are coming your way the opportunities and and the reason why that that you're motivated to push each and every day, what makes the switch go off and you just go full blown heel? Like, um, I would say because um, being uh, being a kid, I always always have to like follow the rules. I always have to do this. I would have to be like the responsible one, the uh, responsible big sister. Do all this. Do all of that. And. Just, just be a really good child. Like when I'm at MCW, I feel like the switch is turned. Like I don't have to be, um, I don't have to, I don't have to be this. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying like this isn't me because this is my personality. I'm all, mm-hmm. um, I'm a friendly person once the switch is off. But when I'm in MCW, like it's game time, it's go time. Like the switch has to be turned, and it, it, 
it makes me feel good because <laughs> I don't have to I don't have to worry about the rules. I don't have to worry about like like uh like the consequence. I don't have to worry about that. And it makes me feel different. Like um for me, like the inspiration like behind you, I would say would have to be uh Tessa Blanchard and Bianca Belair. Like those are the two that I ultimately look up to when like trying when I was trying to create Gia Scott because it, it was just something about them that had me glued to them. And I was just like, I want to take like a little bit of pieces here and there. And also there's this uh, singer that I listen to. Her name is uh, Megan the Stallion. And I love everything about her. Like she's just like to her music, to her style, it was just something totally different. I was like, okay, like I have three people in mind when, uh, when I was creating Gia Scott and that's how it all came about. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. But I, I gotta ask you as a champion, uh, how, and the responsibility of being a champion, how does that affect your day to day? Uh, you know, whether it's, you know, carrying yourself in the locker room or, or you're working a match or the preparation therein. Uh, now that you have that strap, does it change the way you do business? No, it does not. It it uh, every time, like I feel like I have to when I have the championship, like I have to prove myself. Like every single time I'm out there, I have to outdo myself. I can't like one thing I promised myself is that I would not be uh, a lazy champ. I would not try to just be like, uh, like dilly uh, dolly around. I would try to make that title mean uh, like something. Like, like I want people to walk away and say like, okay, you know, she's she's doing really good with that title. Like, like for the longest time, like when raining, like I would barely see uh, the woman's title and it would just make me furious and it would make me frustrated. And that's, I guess the reason why um, every time, like I go out to the ring, I have to outdo myself. I have to out. I have to carry this title. I have to make it mean something, so that when, like, when my work here is done and said, people can be like, "Oh, you know what? She did actually good with that title. Like, I enjoyed her title reign." Well, you, you said that you uh, watched WWE and you know were inspired by that, and and that's what ultimately got you into wrestling. And now that you are on the indie scene. Does uh, watching WWE uh, and other indie promotions, being a, a wrestler and now a champion, does that change your perspective of how you watch wrestling? Obviously, your inspirations well, have yeah, run from yeah, other I places, watch, but I watch it differently now because I uh, I have uh, one of my coaches yelling in my head constantly. So whenever I'm watching uh, Monday Night Raw, or when I get the chance, or uh, SmackDown, or, or just watching wrestling off of YouTube, I will vividly hear him yelling in my head, and I have to like look around and be like, he's he's not in my he's not in my house or anything like that. But it changes uh, like uh, how I watch it. I watch. Uh, for like how like if they're protecting themselves safely, if their footwork is good, and um, just just the little things that he tries to grill into us, and it, it it doesn't change me whatsoever. Fair enough. So then, what's your reaction to like something that happened, like Tommaso Ciampa's uh, apparent injury last night on SmackDown, where basically Sheamus came down on his left knee. Uh, when, when you see that, how, how do you react to that? And you go, well, he'll be fine. Or, ooh, let me let me even write that down so I don't do that. Honestly, I haven't I haven't gotten the chance to watch um, Monday Night Raw uh, this week because uh, that's okay. You didn't miss much, but it happened on SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like, uh, for instance, uh, um. But like, if something like that, like um, I'm gonna trail back a little bit. Um, like for instance, let's say when um, like Brie, like when Brie Bella uh, missed her, was it suicide dives? Um, all of them. Yeah, she missed <laughs> all of them. It just something like that. I I vivid like something like that. I I'll vividly hear my coach screaming like, "Why would you do that? Like, if you've never practiced something like that before, why would you try to do that now? Especially like on a show, if you've never done that move before, number one, don't do it. Don't do it the day before the show or at the show. 
practice it. Like he would say stuff like that. And another time when, uh, because I think I was doing something that involved kicks and practice, she accidentally kicked Liv Morgan's face. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, both of my coaches would definitely be telling me like, why aren't you looking at your opponent? Why aren't you watching where you're kicking and stuff like that? Something like that, I would I would have to watch out for because we're I'm in the ring with someone else and I have to protect them yeah. and make sure they're okay because if not, like it's on me. Like I will beat myself up personally, and it's just how the person I am because like I I want to try to better myself. I, I have to make sure they're okay and the person I'm in the ring with. Uh, like there have been a couple of matches where um, I'm wrestling the person. And, I'll, and I feel like I've done something wrong. I'll ask them like, hey, are, like, are you okay? Like, are you fine? And they'll ask me back, like if they've done something where it might've been too much force or the move felt wrong, we, we will legit ask each other during the match, are you okay? And if they give you like the good thumbs up or they say like, yeah, I'm fine, then all right, you know, let's continue this. So when like, when you're uh, in the ring with someone like you have to make sure like they're okay because it's the right thing to do. Who's, who's, your, who's your trainers, by the way? Um, my trainer is the Bruiser and um, Tyler Hilton. He goes, uh, we call him Dean. <laughs> you you giving him so much credit. Might as well just uh, go ahead and plug them really yeah. quick. Right? <laughs> yeah, he, like um, when I first started training, um, the Bruiser, he definitely terrified me he was one of the people like i had to definitely stay away from because um growing up i didn't really play too much sports and people might find that hard because everyone uh would ask because of, i'm a, i'm pretty tall i'm like five eight they're like well like are you like a model or something or do you play basketball and i'm like no like soccer and i'm just no <laughs> and they're like wow <laughs> like yeah i don't play i don't play any sports but um, um, when I started at MCW, um, the Bruiser, he was he was just that person. I was just like, I gotta stay away from him. He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna yell at me too much. <laughs> he projects his voice. He doesn't hide anything, and that's one thing I definitely love about him because he doesn't cut any cards. He will he will. He, he let, he won't be a jerk, but he'll be honest with you. And I'd rather someone to be honest with me than just lie lie to yeah. me. And he's grown he's like grown on to me to be like uh, a father figure that I've never really had, and that's what makes me uh, love him like so much because he awesome. will keep everything one hundred percent with you. That's awesome, Jamal. Were you about to say something? No, I cut you off for a second. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. No, um, so speaking of Bruiser, he has a big match coming up this weekend as well, too. Um, so we we mentioned a lot of your influences and stuff, but um, uh, another person I think we should mention as well as, uh, as well, um, that's in your foundation as far as motivating you and keeping you going is uh, Dion Epps, who is one half of Rush Hour, who also trains and wrestles at MCW. Ugh, I'm getting so tongue tied. <laughs> Uh, he's your boyfriend. Um, can you can you talk a little bit about what type of encouragement he gives you? Uh, you talked about the, the the ride home, the goofiness <laughs> that you guys have. I've seen you guys in action together as well too. But uh, when when does when does he become that really strong figure? Uh, that 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 really you know either if he's breaking you down to motivate you or to build you back up. You, you talk about some of those times with him. Like he he does it all the time. Like there'll be times in practice where I, like I try to show no mercy or even if I do, I'll wait until the car ride home and he'll uh, try to bring me up. There's been a couple of times where he's done that and I'll beat myself up like so bad. And he's like, everyone makes mistakes. That's why we're in practice. Like you just got to work on it and uh, whatnot and there'll be times where he'll be himself up and i have to be there to help him out like we honestly we met at mcw um like the first day of training that's when like we met each uh, met each other uh, and in april i believe it was like two years ago um that's when we met <laughs> but uh, he always uh, motivates me because the goal for both of us is to get into Ring of Honor. That's where we have to go. That's where we need to go. I, it, like, we, I feel as though like things could, you know, potentially 
get better for us once we uh, move up to there. But there are times in my mind when I'm thinking like, maybe I'm not ready yet, but he's like, no, 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 like just keep practicing, just do what you usually do and you'll be fine. And you know, once it's your time, it's your time, you'll move up. And it's just, he's he's a big part of um, why I wrestle and why um, I continue on because he motivates me so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, I mean that's great, and it's good that that you found someone you know with appreciable interest uh, right next to you. But uh, as we've seen, like your social media and how it dominates uh, you know people's lives now, uh, and in in good ways and in bad ways. How do you protect yourself from, let's say, the the situation that's happening to Corey Graves and situations that happen to other you know wrestlers, be it being prominent or not? Uh, how do you protect yourself against so from social media and, and, and things you know, get out of hand like that? Like, um, I try, I like stuff like that. I try not to worry too much about it because like, I know, like I've read, I heard the thing about what happened with Corey Graves and like, to me, it's, it's mind blowing, but at the same time, it's not to me because, um, it's, it's it's a different feeling when you have someone that's like close within wrestling and they understand and they get what's going on. That part I understand, but it's also like, you know, like here's a person who's been with you for like, from what I read, it was like 11 years and you guys have like kids and stuff together. It's like, it's kind of hard to like, just throw all of that away. Like it, you, you, something like that you just can't do but I understand where people come from like when they're saying like it's like I don't know what what has been going on in their marriage or anything like that but I do get the part where if someone's talking about like you know it's a different feeling when someone understands and gets wrestling versus someone who really doesn't or doesn't really understand like uh the long hours the travel because good god uh, back in January we had too many travels um, <laughs> but it's just, it's a lot of work and effort versus like someone who gets it and understands versus someone who really doesn't. It, it's, it's a different thing. But like for me and Dion, um, we're like two peas in a pod. And we like, we have like definitely like a lot of trust within each other. We don't, we don't suspect like, oh, like what are you doing or where you've been or blah, 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 blah. Like we're legit attached at the hip here. And it's crazy because I did like in the beginning, I did have like my little doubts or anything like that, but they slowly went away and we're just like, we're, we're, we're stuck together. We're like, we're like gorilla glue. I'm like, and just, we, we stick together and whatnot. Well, that's good. That's what it, I guess it kind of has to be. Uh, I'm going to switch gears a bit and I'm going to be a little bit selfish. Uh, Maryland championship wrestling is MCW. I live in Washington, DC. Maryland Championship Wrestling does not come to Washington, D.C. within, like, the Beltway. Why is that? Why do you guys hate us? Why can't Maryland MCW come down this way, show a little love to PG County, Montgomery County, you know, instead of the beautiful locale of Joppa, Maryland? Like, it honestly depends on, like, it legit depends on, like, the fans. Um, like, usually what happens is that, um, that if you tell or... Uh, how they said this like if you're if you're able to like get like a pretty decent venue or if you're um you're saying like hey like um there's this uh pro wrestling school that's pretty cool it's, it's, some, it's something along the lines because i remember they were talking about it a little briefly but they didn't say they didn't say much or maybe i was just eavesdropping but it has something to do with um like I think the venue, like the venue, has to be like big enough so that they can put people in. Because I know that um, the main venues we usually we go to is obviously Joppa. Um, for some odd reason, Delaware is becoming uh, the next big thing. We would usually go to like Carroll County, Manchester, Galena, and uh, Galena, and both Hollywood are like fire departments. I've only been in Galena like once. Galena is. Whew. If you're if you ever if we ever have a venue out in Galena, just make sure that your batteries charge and <laughs> have a really good uh, cell phone reception because there have been um, like uh, maybe two times. One when I was working as um, uh, work just working around when I wasn't really on the show, 
I didn't have any cell phone reception and it killed me. Like it ultimately killed me. And then I like the second time I came down there, I was just like, oh, well, I know where this is going. And I didn't have any cell phone reception. And I was just like, who would live out here? <laughs> it was crazy. But like, it honestly depends on the venue, I believe. Cause I know we don't go too far out in Maryland. I know that they said one time they had like a venue out in uh, Pennsylvania, but I, I, I wasn't around for that one. So it honestly depends on the venue. Okay. I mean, fair enough. But I mean, like, you know, you guys are all over Maryland. And if you don't know of uh, Galena, uh, good. It's a hideously small town on the eastern shore, close to Delaware. There's no reason why anybody should know that town's name. But if you guys can go there, you guys can come to a, a suburb of D.C. And, and we're definitely waiting for you. Uh, I know that you guys are, you know, in the Baltimore area. Uh, Joppa, I know that you guys have been down to Waldorf um, yeah. in Southern Maryland uh, a little bit, but um, we need you inside the Beltway. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Uh, because a lot of people have come through MCW. It is a big deal, not just in Maryland, but like it, it, it fills a big wrestling void between D.C. and Philly uh, where a lot of names have come through uh, MCW. So, hell yeah, we want you know, MCW in the D.C. area. So, if, if I can be the ambassador... For you know, for inside of the Beltway, but still in Maryland, then you know we need to let me talk to your people. Then <laughs> um, one one other thing, um, just switching gears again. Uh, we are WrestleMania season. It's going to happen in New York. What's your WrestleMania plans? Uh, I, I, okay. So it it honestly depends because. My my before our, our current like because uh, we're I'm playing this out with Dion. Our current WrestleMania plan was to actually go to WrestleMania, but unfortunately we couldn't. So we said, how about we just travel down to was it? He said South Carolina. Yeah, and he said uh, let's like, like let's just take a vacation down there. So I was like, okay. So at the moment, that's probably our plan. Um, is like a little a little getaway, but um, I was li more looking forward to going to WrestleMania because one, I've never been to WrestleMania. He has before. What? Uh, yeah, it was the one that went. Uh, uh, the one that was, um, the current one that was in Florida. Uh, like twenty? No, I'm sorry, uh, thirty-two or something like that. Yeah, was it yeah, Orlando? The uh, Universal Studio, the big old planet mm -hmm. and the roller coaster. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he went to that one. I saw like little videos of um, him freaking out. The one that uh, made me laugh the most is when uh, the the Hardy Boys came back, and he was like screaming in the background, like "Oh my god, oh my god!" They came back. <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh man, you're 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 crazy." And so he's been to WrestleMania before. I unfortunately haven't gotten that chance yet, but I can imagine what it's like. So. I don't know if this was Jamal, what Jamal was about to allude to, but WrestleMania, um, besides it being just a WWE event, becomes the indie capital weekend yes. of the world. Um, and I, and I guess I was I was I was going to ask too, like, does WrestleMania weekend become more of a, 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 a more of a vacation for you, more of a business trip? Because like. You know, I wish I could make it into like a business, a business thing that involved like me going around doing wrestling. Like, cause I have like these little things in my head, like uh, promotions that I would love to do. Like for one, like I would love to do, I, I think they might be the same promotion, but I might entirely be wrong, but no, they're different promotions. It's shine. And then there's shimmer. Mm -hmm. I honestly right. wanted to do like one of them because I'll see things about like who's down there, who's wrestling. And I'm just like, Oh, just give me the chance. I would definitely do it. And then like, um, I've been seeing a little bit of, uh, of wow is like a uh, woman of wrestling. Mm -hmm. I, might, I might be saying that wrong, but, um, I've been seeing things going on there and I'm like, oh, that looks really cool. It's like an all women's promotion, mm -hmm. like that's something really cool. And I think um, um, MCW had not like an all women's uh, promotion, but in like an all women's um, 
card and I think it was called Ladies Night and it was like a long mm-hmm. time ago and I think uh, some of the MCW fans want that to come back again and I think that'd be pretty pretty awesome if that did come back but there's just like promotions I'll see around like people working around Wrestlemania week and I'm just like oh man I would love to do that like to um, travel to different states and just work around and uh, wrestle other people. I think it'd be pretty awesome and really nice. So at the moment, it's a vacation, but I would love to like change that in the future. And New York, or <laughs> should I say, New Jersey isn't that far up the road. Um, and again, I, I would I, I would imagine from the different people that you worked in the past, uh, from the legends and other people who's held the the championship. I mean, I can, it's it's only a it's only could be a networking thing for you. I mean. Carrying and wearing that belt beyond just being the champion inside that promotion is also a staple of how much of, of promotion invests in you. So imagine having that to be able to present on your resume saying, hey, I'm this current, you know, promotion MCW's champion. Um, is there any work, you know, or, you know, who can I talk to? Because I, I know for a fact, especially for some of my friends who are uh, wrestlers, like, you know, I when I go to WrestleMania, it's fun. And so, yeah. when, you know, hang out with them. It's like, oh, well, I may have to work here or I'm going to try to float around this promotion and see if there's any opportunities or, you know what I mean? Or tell some, some people don't even bring clothes. They just bring nothing but their gear. And it's like, Oh, hopefully I can get into something. So, you know, that that's, I think that's probably uh we were kind of alluding to, but okay. yeah, it, you know, definitely keep your options open because like, again, it's, it becomes the wrestling um, it becomes the wrestling capital of the world that weekend outside yeah. of WWE. Every promotion that you've named, it's going to be there. And even ones that you haven't thought about will be there. And believe it, people are still looking for um, people to get on their cars or um, build relationships with other people and stuff like that. So, you know, as much as it can be fun, ultimately, on that Sunday of WrestleMania, that Wednesday through Saturday, it is go time. You know what I mean? You got to kind of get a feel for um um you know who what promotions will be there and uh and who runs them and uh opportunity that may be it there for you so yeah but then, look again you've accomplished so much in three years and you're still learning to it so it's not a knock on anything it's just the fact of like you know this we need to see more of you we need yeah. to see you everywhere yeah 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 so don't forget us when you're famous but you gotta get famous first <laughs> how could i that's for you at the uh, you guys. You gotta keep pushing together and uh, keep motivating each other. And uh, we like to see you guys grow. And also, too, you guys have something that I didn't get to mention earlier too. Being part of MCW um, gives you um, an opportunity to train, and and, and hopefully, it, uh, and hopefully, very soon, be able to uh, see you guys in Future of Honor. Um, yeah. With that relationship, gives you um, obviously. Um, uh, uh, more experience and uh, more uh, publicity with them and, and opportunities just open up there. And I just literally just looked on Twitter just a second ago too and see that Ring of Honor is uh, doing um, some cross-promotion with CM- CM- CMLL and The Crash. So look, you got a promotion right here in your backyard working with two of the biggest companies in Mexico and then that quick, you were just across the country, out of the country. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you just never know how things were. I mean, the one thing we've been saying so long on this show um, with over the last years, like the landscape of professional wrestling is quickly changing. It's it's yeah. just more and more rapidly. So like, you know, even being fans watching what's happening, I can only imagine the ideas and the, the, the constant studying you have to do actually being in it. You know what I mean? So, um, but uh, anyway, so let's talk about the event this weekend. Um, MCW has one of their biggest shows this year and being on uh, February 23rd, which will be at the MCW Arena for Anniversary 19. Um, It's a very stacked car. I believe, Jamal, you have the info and everything up. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, Anniversary 2019. It's in uh, Joppa, Maryland at the MCW Arena, 1000 Joppa Farm Road. Uh, Go get your tickets now. Uh, You can get your tickets at www.mt.cm slash Anniversary. Uh, Mission Ticks has the tickets for anniversary front row sold out, but you can get in for uh, all available uh, remaining tickets starting at uh, uh, $20, $20 actually yeah. for general admission. Um, 5.30 the doors as a meet and pre-show meet and greet. Bell time's at 7.30. Uh, it's going to be a lot of people there. But one thing that I noticed, 
Uh, I'm seeing that SEU is going to be there with Daniel as a Kansarian. I'm seeing that, you know, um, the cartel is going to be there. Uh, Ken, Dixon, Ken Dixon, unfortunately. Um, you know, <laughs> it, I, yeah, well, that's a different problem. Uh, Elijah <laughs> King versus Joe Gacy is going to be uh, a hell of a match. But one thing I'm not seeing is where's the women's champion? I mean, can we, can we, can we, put, can we put some respect on your name? Well, 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 I can say that, like, I will be there, I will be present, but I'll be, you know, watching around, looking at what's going on during the show. That's mostly all I can say at the moment. Well, I mean, the bottom line is, you're the champion. People yes, have to I come am. to you. Yeah. So, so I, I, would, I would assume that your, your DMs are open, your door is open. And you will be in the building for anniversary. So if anybody wants some, you're not a hard woman to find, right? Yeah. If they want some, they can come get some. Oh, well, there it is. So it's MCW uh, anniversary 2019 this weekend. Tickets are definitely moving in abundance. So go ahead and get those tickets now uh, for Mission Ticks. Uh, it's in Joppa, Maryland. So get your easy pass out. You're going to need it. But at 530, <laughs> 5.30, 5.30 doors open. The event starts at 7.30. It is this weekend on the 23rd. You <laughs> definitely don't want to miss the anniversary show. It's going to be a stack card. And, of course, the women's champion, uh, Gia Scott, in the building. And, and honestly, you know, can't wait, really wait to see what's happening. Oh, I cannot wait myself. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we'll definitely be tuned. We will be in the building. We definitely will have to see what you have lurking up your sleeve. Like Jamal said, anybody wants business, they're going to have to come find you because you are mm -hmm. the champion, the two-time woman champion. You are the MCW woman champion. So as far as you can say, sit on your throne, hang out, chill, relax. Right. I mean, why, <laughs> why we, you know, she don't have to run no more. She's the champ. <laughs> <laughs> This is what the hard work gets you. You could sit, you could, you could take all the seats. Let them come to you. <laughs> so anyway, before we get out of here for today, you have any uh, closing remarks or questions, Jamal? Um, no, the only thing I, I want to say is that uh, if you, I'm, I'm looking at tickets, literally go in front of my eyes, and we definitely want to get tickets for this uh, anniversary event this weekend. Uh, it's it's going to be a hell of a show, uh, Virgia. I got to ask you, um, and it's a it's a kind of a cliche question, but as as a champion, is there a current champion in another promotion anywhere in the world that you would want to face? Mm, this okay. So for me, um, this might sound a little bit uh, biased because I. I, she's like the person I've always wanted to wrestle, and if I do, I'm, I can I can legit just retire from wrestling altogether. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, she's the current champion of of WOW, and that's Tessa Blanchard. Yeah. I, I've mm. always wanted to wrestle her. She's just she has she has something that just keeps me glued to her, and I feel as though like she can push the boundaries of. Uh, who Gia Scott is, who I am, and she she can just put. I feel like she can push that even further, and just just wrestling her. So I would want to wrestle her. Somebody's gonna bring the best out of you for sure. Yes. I'll I'll throw a name out there real quick who somebody would like to see you uh, wrestle. Matt, so look, if 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 somehow you know one day in your your distant career, if you um if if this is your ultimate goal and landing spot. Um, I would love to see a Gia Scott versus a Mia Yim. Ooh, you know what I can I, see. I can see a lot of attitude and a lot of a lot of technical wrestling going on there, and you know she's not going to back that. I know you're you going to bring it. Definitely be a challenger. That could be. That could be something. But uh, yeah. So uh, before we got here, um, definitely give you an opportunity real quick to uh, make sure you plug your uh, social media and anything else you want to plug. So um, all my social media uh, is the same. It's uh, at the Gia Scott. It's the same for Twitter. The same. The same for uh, Instagram. Uh, for Facebook, it's, it's basically Gia Scott. Um, if you um, you find me on there, so yeah, that's about it for for at the moment. Yep, all of it will be in our description. If you can't listen, it will be down there for you to click. 
Um, I will, I will definitely, uh, I definitely will regret if I didn't ask this simple question before we go. I promise it's the last question tonight. Okay. Now we're just gonna, we're just gonna make this very. <laughs> it's it's almost an easy question, but we're just gonna just make sure that you don't you you don't make mistakes here. Okay. Who, who's stronger between Jaren and Broly? Uh oh. Wait, wait. We say that one more time. Uh oh. <laughs> one more time. Just say it one more time. Who is stronger between Broly and Jaren? Oh wait, I can't remember if you said that you watched Ooh. all the Super yet. No, no, no. I've seen Super. Oh okay, man. Ah, cool. uh, Why'd you do this to me? <laughs> I'm just gonna say there's only one obvious answer. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it would be Broly. I, I legit saw oh, no. all of the. I saw all of the movie, and I was. Uh, I was fairly impressed. Oh no! Well, that's all we have for today, people. Um, <laughs> there's no wrong answer, but there's a more right answer. But that's a different podcast. Jerenberg <laughs> is, is rules all. What have you seen a super movie? If Twice Jaren, in IMAX. If Jordan heard this right now, it'll, it'll just blink, and this whole thing would just be done. <laughs> the whole universe gets destroyed. That man coughs the wrong way. But I'm but, sure we're gonna have to need uh, to see them fight. We're gonna have to see them fight. That would be. I don't think would... the universe is ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> Let us get out of here because we already we already went through an hour. That's another hour worth of stop, uh, 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 of conversation here. Maybe we'll do some uh, Patreon conversation with with you on that. So okay. maybe we'll work that out. But anyway, thank you everybody so much for tuning in. Uh, we do we had Gia Scott, your MCW Women's Champion. Make sure you do step over to at MCW Wrestling. Get your tickets for the anniversary show that's coming up February 23rd at MCW Arena in Joplin, Maryland. Thanks for tuning in. We catch you guys next week.